You're listening to the Bull Girls Club podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. I'm Kat. And I'm Tristan. And we're here to teach you how to feel worthy, wealthy, and wild. We're here to slash the stigma and shame around wanting more for your life so that you can finally believe you're worthy of the wealth you desire by taking risks and bold action. Listen up, babe. You aren't made for a realistic life. You are made for an extraordinary life. It's about damn time we spill the tea on our best kept secrets for stepping into your next level self. So it's time to stop being realistic, start taking risks, and rise up into your potential. It's time to take the leap, ladies. Welcome to the club. The The Bold Bold Girls Club. I feel like that's something that each of us has dealt with. For sure. Every, every entrepreneur that's in the online space, I think, deals with questioning, am I showing up like me or am I showing up the way I think I need to be or should mm-hmm. be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's very true, especially in the beginning, because you're looking to others to be like, okay, well, how do I, what offer do I create? Like, what's the perfect Instagram caption? this person does this and this gets a lot of engagement. So this must be the way I have to show up. But the thing is, when we do that, our energy isn't behind it. And then it doesn't get us anywhere because our energy isn't behind it. And then we get frustrated because we're like, what the hell? This is supposed to work. It works for Mm so-and-so. But the thing is, there's a million different ways to build an offer. There's a million different ways to make 10K. There's a million different ways to have a launch. Like, it's all about finding what works for you and what feels good and true for you. Yeah. Yeah. I've struggled with that a lot because I, I don't get excited easily. Like I have, like my type of high energy is very low key. Can I just say that you get me excited? (laughs) thank you but yeah like I I don't like the way I celebrate is very different from like the way like you guys celebrate like I speak slower like it's just what It's just how I am. It's just what I do. Like, I take, like, long-ass pauses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now I'm, I'm, like, doing it. It's not even on purpose. I'm waiting for bated breath. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what's she going to (laughs) say? But, like, for someone like like you guys, like, you're very, like, direct. Like, you're very to the point. Like, you say what you want to say. I'm, like, Tristan, like you have a lot of like wild woman energy, like my type of wild woman, woman energy is different. And I'm like, wait, do I have to show up a certain way now? Like, does that mean that like the way that I say things or the way that I do things, like, do I need to do it differently? Like, do I need to show up this way instead? Like, are people going to think that I'm like boring now? Like, and that's just been like something that I've had to really navigate. It's weird in a way because I have like, cause you have so many dimensions to yourself, you know, you have so many different sides to who you are. So it's like, on one hand, I'm a super quiet introvert on another hand, um, like 
the other hand, I'm like screaming like profanities and like telling you like the dirtiest joke, like as loud as I possibly can, like cracking the fuck up. Like they're both me. That's why we love you. Thank you. (laughs) But like, yeah, it's, it's weird to find that balance. And then I'm, I feel different on different days and like really grounding into myself has been like a process, like learning how to do that. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine what a world we would live in if we all showed up just as ourselves and didn't question ourselves and we didn't feel like we had to look like a certain way or deliver our messaging in a certain way? That's not at all what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say, can you imagine a world where we all showed up the same I way? Thought that like, was- I was so ready to be like, how boring, but that's not what you said at mm-hmm. all. It would be boring though. It would be so boring, but that's the world that we think we need to live in. Like when we think we need to show up a certain way and look like somebody else, we're trying to all do the same thing mm-hmm. or like be the way we think we should. And that means that there'd be so much less like diversity and there'd be so much, there'd be so fewer flavors of expression and it'd be boring. Like if you're a vanilla girl and all there is, is strawberry, you're like, well, shit, (laughs) this sucks. (laughs) Where's my vanilla? (laughs) Yeah. It'd be boring. Super boring. Yeah. I think I'm like 20 different flavors. Mm Mm-hmm all mixed into one. I think maybe that's why I get so confused sometimes because I'm like, wait, I'm pretty sure I have multiple personalities. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, which okay, which one am I today? All right. <laughs> Who are we waking up with today? Who's here? <laughs> should just start naming them all. I should. Ooh. That would be really fun. Like, okay, Sasha's coming out today. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Ooh, I have to play with that now. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a bunch that my husband doesn't like. He's going to be like, okay, who are you today? (laughs) Okay, not her. Good. (laughs) I can see. I have that same judgment against myself, Kat. Like, I think we all deal with it in the online space. Being in the online space and being that visible and that vulnerable and that exposed for, I mean, for your benefit, like everybody benefits from that, but it's still a space where it brings up all of your insecurities and it puts it right in your face and it puts it right in the face of everybody else to see it. And I've had that judgment for myself too, because some days I show up and I have like spit fire energy. I'm just bouncing off the walls and other days I'm more soft and gentle and I don't want to force myself to bounce off the walls. That sucks. That sucks to force yourself into an energy that is just not where you're at. It, it's like physically uncomfortable to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's just a part of the process of really asking yourself, okay, how am I feeling today? How can I still show up and like provide value with where I'm at today? What's available to me through this like energetic state that I'm in today? all facets of you are important. Some days you're going to be high vibes. Some days you're going to be a calm, collected energy. Some days you're going to be cranky. Mm-hmm. It's called being human. Mm-hmm. You're not going to feel high vibe and on top of the moon every fucking day. And guess what? You don't have to force yourself out of it either. 
if you're going through your shit, go feel your shit, feel your shit and release it, purge it, move on. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's the other thing too. Too many of us are judging ourselves that we're not feeling high vibe enough. Like, oh my God, I got to create this content today, but I'm just not high vibe. And it's like, it's exhausting to try to fit into that space where you feel like you have to be a certain way all the time. Yeah. Just be you. It's super exhausting. And I've had to get into the, into the habit of not looking at anyone else's content before I do my own. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if, if I'm going through and I'm scrolling and I'm watching people's stories and I'm reading people's stuff, then I'm like, wait, I can't do it. Because I found that it like mixes me up too much. I'm like rubbing other people's energy is rubbing off on me. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what to say. Or yeah. It's, yeah, it's weird. So I have to be really protective of like my energy. Mm-hmm. I am too. I am too. I, I'm in a bubble on social media. I put myself in a bubble, not because I don't want to support other people, not because I don't want to see what other people are doing and encourage them and all of these things. It has nothing to do with not wanting to support. It has everything to do with like protecting my creative zone of genius. That's all it is because I'm the same exact way. If I go on and I'm scrolling a bunch, immediately I feel myself like contract Mm -hmm. because that comparison is so automatic. And I think there's something really potent about doing that intentionally to practice compassion when you start to compare yourself and to practice detaching when you start to compare yourself. I think that has a lot of merit. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with not consuming a crap ton of people's content. Like there's three or four people tops who I watch consistently because they inspire me and they fuel my creativity and they give me ideas rather than send me into a comparison like rabbit hole. And I, I don't think that we talk about that enough, how you don't have to consume everybody's fucking content. It's yep. too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you, T. There's like four or five people that I watch consistently every day. I always create and then then engage and consume because I know if I just post something and I'm not engaging with people, my Instagram engagement goes down. So I always make sure that I engage at some point later on in the day. But there's like four or five people that I follow that inspire me. And I'm like, okay, this is the secret sauce. Otherwise, like if you just let the stories go and keep tapping like the energy that comes in, you're just like, what? Mm-hmm. Can't do it. No, mm-hmm. I've muted accounts too. Like, mm-hmm. like if I find myself um, comparing my content to theirs or where I'm at in my business, I will mute them mm-hmm. just for the time being. Just don't have to unfollow them, just mute them. And then when you feel like you're good and you're not comparing and you're not being, um, a comparison for like operating out of comparison, then you can just unmute them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you yeah. got to think about it in terms of like, if you had, let's just say you're following a uh, hundred, 150 people. If you had 150 people in front of you and they were all shouting what they cared about and they were all saying, you know, do this, do this. This is what I believe in. This is what I'm passionate about. You'd be in the corner, like (laughs) rocking yourself back and forth. Like, Oh my God. 
even though you're not physically there with all of these accounts, that's the way your body responds to it. It's Mm -hmm. still responding as if there's a person in front of you. That's just the way that our bodies work. Yeah. So do yourself a favor and limit that to like four people who you would gladly have around you to spitball ideas off of or listen to what they have to say. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of shit from like unfollowing people because I don't follow, I don't follow anyone who's not, who doesn't have like content that's inspiring for me. Like people that I know, like friends and family, I, I keep Facebook for that. I don't follow any of my friends and family on Instagram. I don't give a shit about what you're eating for dinner. Like, I don't give a crap about your opinion about whatever the fuck, like TV show you're watching that just like, it doesn't help me in any way. So like I've, I've unfollowed like everyone that I pretty much everyone that I like know personally, who's not like an entrepreneur. And then like other entrepreneurs that I look up to and other like inspire, inspiring shit that like, I like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sleep. If I want to see it, I'll go look on Facebook because it's the same shit. You're posting the same thing on your Instagram as you're posting on your Facebook. And I already know it. So if I want to see a picture of your chunky ass baby eating pudding, then I'll go to Facebook <laughs> and look for you. Or maybe I'll actually give you a fucking call because yeah. I know you personally, except that you're mad at me now because I unfollowed you on Instagram. <laughs> so I'm not going to call you because now all you're going to do is talk about how I'm an asshole for unfollowing you on Instagram. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I tell people to unfollow me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I do that regularly. I will go through my, fo- my following the people I'm following mm-hmm. and I'll filter that shit out. I'm like, if I don't care what you have to say from a place of being inspiring or, or being a thought leader or being somebody that is motivating me to become a better person, like it means nothing about you, but yep. you gotta go. You gotta go because we're not here just to have an account to share our lives and like post pictures of our food. We're trying to literally be change leaders. Like we're, we're trying to do something in, in the world to help people move forward. So it's, it's so funny when people take it personally, cause they just don't get it. Mm-hmm. They don't get what you're doing. They think yeah. that you're just playing around on your phone, engaging with pretty pictures and taking, you know, making nice little quotes and things like that. I'm like, Oh, that's so cool. That's so cute. Whatever. It's like, no, this is serious business. Like we're up to some shit. We're up to some big shit. And they just don't get that. I don't think people get that. Well, I mean, everything's different when that's how you bake your money versus, oh, I'm just on Instagram to post my life because that's what everyone else is doing. Like, hi, that's a very big difference. Mm -hmm. And like no judgment to people if they get a ton of energy from like, seeing other people's babies and dinner but like if that's you great keep your keep it but like that's definitely not me yeah I can't can't do it I have friends that are like oh my god your story was so long because you were talking I couldn't watch it all and I'm like good it wasn't for you Mm -hmm. it's not for you sorry (laughs) I love it when people that have no fucking clue give you opinions and I'm like I'm sorry, but what did I ask you for feedback? Like, that's cute. Yes, I don't <laughs> think 
so but thank you for offering I'll put that in the garbage with last week's news thank you so much god yep I had somebody tell me they're like you know you could try um just saying things in like five slides or maybe maybe just not using curse words or not dressing the way that you do and I'm like oh so so don't don't be me basically is is what you're saying like don't okay cool (laughs) cool I don't even go that far I'm like well that's where I'm at so if you don't like it you can leave bye (laughs) because if it's here's the thing I know by being in my truth and being who I am I'm not going to be for everybody. And that's okay. I'm totally okay with that. I'm okay with not being liked. I'm okay with having a diehard tribe because most time when I put out something really polarizing, I get a couple people that are like, what the fuck? Are you nuts? And then most of the feedback is, oh my God, thank you so much for sharing that. You have no idea how much that meant to me. Blah, 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 blah. And they go on and they just thank you. Mm-hmm. So if you want to leave, cool. You're making room for more people. Mm-hmm. Let them in, sister. Come. Come to mama. Let me love on you. <laughs> yep. And I really think that you can only have that type of attitude if you're in your magic, if you're in your truth. Otherwise, you're just questioning the shit out of everything when you're comparing yourself to everybody. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get the people saying thank you because they're not going to feel your energy. Like you're not going to know who the fuck you are. And like, it's just like craziness. Like you have to be in your like truth, in your magic, like in your, ugh, your shit, whatever the fuck word I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your magic ooey gooey juiciness like comparison is like the thing that sucks you out of that yeah immediately immediately or when you start judging it as being crazy my craziest ideas are my best ideas that's what I'm coming Mm -hmm. to learn is like when I feel like this is fucking nuts nobody's gonna understand this this is insane those ideas are the ones where I'm like Mm, no this is a great idea actually the more Mm -hmm. I think about it I'm like no because there is the perfect person in the world that is looking for exactly that thing. And nobody has yet to create it because there's that judgment around it being crazy. So it's like my craziest ideas, the ones that I'm most afraid of are the best, most like, yeah, they're polarizing. And they're the, they're like the most fun to create. And that fun energy is what you need to like magnetize the people that really, really need it and really want it. So it's like any crazy idea that you have, that's probably the secret sauce that you've been looking for. That's going to be the thing that like catapults you further. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like that saying that says, if you're trying to be for everybody, you're for nobody. I don't always necessarily agree with the marketing strategy of niching down, but I think when you are in your truth and you are speaking and being authentic, you are naturally niching down. You're naturally attracting your own audience just by being who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem is that not enough of us trust ourselves. When we're creating, we don't trust what comes through. So we have to go look on Haley Blogger's page to see what caption she wrote today because we don't trust whatever's coming out of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been my journey this last year. 
for real, like trusting just the crazy ideas, trusting those crazy ideas, especially if, if the people around you, like your family and your friends and the people that kind of know you previous to your business, if they're really vocal about their opinions and about what they think you should do and about what they think is okay for you to do versus not okay for you to do. And you're somebody that cares about family and friendships. Like I'm somebody that cares deeply about relationships. And when somebody's like, yo, that was really like, that wasn't okay. Or you shouldn't have said that. I immediately contract. And it's been a journey of being like, (sighs) breathing through it and coming out on the other end. I mean, like, no, this is me. This is me. Cause you're right. When you do shine and you do show up as your most authentic self, you're naturally going to filter out those people. And in the process, you're going to be so creatively inspired through like joy and through happiness. And that's what keeps you going for the long run. When you think about your business, five, 10, 15, 20 years into the future, it's fun and excitement that keeps you going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. I totally lost it. I was about <laughs> to say something and yeah, no, No, what you were saying about caring about relationships, like, like I've, I've always been something, someone who, who's cared about the opinion of others, like growing up, that's like how I lived my entire life. But like now, like I care about relationships too, but I care about the right ones. Like if I can't be myself with you, like we can only have so deep of a relationship. Like I almost see them in like different levels. Like, and if I know that you can't handle this part of me, then I'm not, then our relationship is only so deep. But like the people that can, that I can be 100% me around, like those are the people that like, I'm okay with like having in my life. And the other ones, like I've gotten to the point in my life now where like letting go of relationships doesn't bother me or like getting like less close to people and it's, it's kind of a balancing act because I think there was at some point, like it almost became like a wall of like not letting people in, but really like doing the work to like recognize like the difference has been a journey, but yeah, like I don't, I can't not be myself around people. Like Mm -hmm. if I, if I can't be myself around you, then I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to be here. Like this is stupid. (laughs) Plus life is so much more fun and magical when you're actually able to be yourself and you don't feel like you're boxed in and you don't feel like you're suffocating and trying to climb out anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've ever like gone through the process of peeling back a layer and living life through that new like perspective, then you get that, you know what that feels like. It's like, oh. It's like the best drug in the world. It's like the best drug in the world. We're just, if you feel weightless, you feel so creative, you feel so free. Yeah, it's the best feeling in the world. And then you get to share that if you're a business owner, if you're a coach, if you're somebody on the online space, then you get to be like, oh my God, look at this new like level. Look at this new thing I discovered. Let me share it with all of you. And you get to play it up even bigger and expand even, even more into it. It's such a rewarding process. And there was something that you guys sparked an idea in my head. And it was, um, there's this like controversy in the online space, like people who coach coaches, they tell you that 
it's less important for you to be yourself than it is for you to pick like archetypes or personas that you're going to play online. And I'm really curious what your guys' opinion is on that. Cause I have my own like back and forth, I guess, dialogue about it. Hmm. What do you mean Tristan, as far as like, Oh, you have to show up in a certain way versus being you. So there's a conversation about like being yourself, which is authentic to the person that you currently are now versus embodying a persona or like an alter ego or somebody that is sort of pieces of you, but that somewhat remains like a consistent like ego, like persona, like archetype, like one of them might be, I don't know, like the vixen or like somebody that is more, um, like the rock star mentality where you show up and this is kind of the parts of yourself that you already embody, but then you amplify it in this ego to show up online and you don't let the pieces that don't fit into that archetype show up. So it's like you show up as this person for consistency and like brand cohesion. And I was just super curious if you guys have any opinions on that because I see the point, but I also feel like that removes you and your emotional experience so much from your audience and from just being vulnerable and being genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think I agree with like showing up as a certain way for like brand cohesion. Like I think that sounds like bullshit in, in my, in my honest opinion, mm-hmm. like, but as far as for what I've, I've been experimenting with the alter ego, like, like Beyonce, for example, like, right. Like we all know Sasha Fierce. She created Sasha Fierce because she grew up in church. She grew up with a conservative background and she personally wasn't comfortable with like doing some of the more provocative dances or doing some of the more like secular, like provocative songs. And she had those parts of her, but there was a big part of her that was like more timid and more shy. So she created Sasha Fierce and Sasha Fierce only embodied the parts of her that were still her that helped to do what she wanted to do. And Sasha Fierce didn't embody the shyness and didn't embody the timidness. She embodied the other things and didn't embody the stuff that would, would have been detrimental to her doing her performances and her music. Like, which I don't feel like that's necessarily like not authentic. It's not like, Oh, well, I'm only going to be this way for a certain brand. It's like, well, no, I'm leaving like the, you know, insecurities at the door as, and showing up as like my best, like most like awesome, most confident self. Yeah. If I'm feeling like shit one day, I'll be fucking honest about it. But like, cause that's what I've been working with, with like creating like an alter ego that embodies the parts of me that add to my business that add to who I want, who I like, I say who I want to show up as online, but it's like, there's lots of parts of me that like, don't want to show up online. There's a lot, there's a big part of me that doesn't want to tell you what I think and is, is really shy and really timid about that. 
And those things don't help me. There's the people pleaser in me that wants to say things a certain way. That doesn't help me. So it's like, in my mind, creating this alter ego that's still me, but represents all of those parts of me that like, that leaves that shit at the door versus like, oh, I'm only going to show up this, this way every single time in order to, you know, be exactly the same every time I show up. Like, I don't like that. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm seeing this image of like a filter. So like the filter is Sasha Fierce. It's like a gateway, right? And all of these things come in, like you have your like enthusiasm, you have your joy, but then you also have your fear and your people pleasing and your comparison. And they all hit this filter. Mm-hmm. And Sasha Fierce is the thing that filters out what gets to come through and what has to stay behind. Yeah. So it's like fear and comparison, you have to stay behind. And everything that passes the test, or like passes the Sasha Fierce filter gets to keep moving forward. And you're still being you. There's still mm-hmm. pieces that are authentic to you, but it's like this test that you have to pass. So those different pieces have to pass if they're going to be able to be represented in the leader that you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I see it more that way as opposed to like picking a like persona and like picking like certain things that you're only going to show up as all the time. Like I don't, I don't really like to see it in that way. As, as opposed to like leaving the fear behind and leaving the comparison behind. Like there's a big difference to me yeah. when it comes to that. I think we should just call it the Sasha fierce filter. We should. <laughs> She's the example I use every single time. It's a, it's the best it's one. It's the best one. Yeah, it really is. Like she speaks so vulnerably and candidly about it. And that's mm-hmm. like, a, that's a great example of filtering what is allowed in and what isn't allowed in. Yeah. And then she had the album that was called I Am Sasha Fierce. And that's when she got rid of her alter ego because she, as Beyonce, was able to embody all of those like Sasha Fierce qualities. They were just her. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. I think it's about the intention behind it, too, because. I do see that there's some people online that show up a certain way and then you meet them in person and they are not like that at all. So I think it's just about owning the parts of you that are multifaceted. Like I know that we all have different sides to us and knowing that they're allowed to be shown and they're allowed to come out. Like I have my intuitive side. I have my side that comes in and grabs you by the panties and tells you to get your shit together. You know, I have the side of me that talks about money and abundance. Like we all have different sides to us. And I think that they all have their place and they all get to be shown. The fact that like, we feel like we have to niche down into this one person and not be multifaceted, I think is bullshit. So I think you're allowed to be you in all the parts of you and show up as that. And then when people do meet you, it's not a surprise, (laughs) you know? Because I hear all the time from people that say, oh my God, I love this person online. And then I met her in person and she sucks. I had the complete opposite reaction with like the first two coaches that I worked with that I was super drawn to like on the, in the online space. When I met them in person, I was so used to people being one way in one place and another way in another place that when I met them in person and they were 
exactly the same, I was blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, I love you even more because you're like exactly like the way you show up online is you in every single way. And I just, that, that blew me away. And I didn't even realize that that was something that like, that was when I realized that uh, I noticed people showing up differently in different scenarios was when I saw them and they were just fully themselves. And I was like, oh damn, not everybody is like that. And it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a powerful experience from your perspective now being a coach cat, because that might be a great way for people to like filter out the things that they don't want to embody anymore for themselves as a woman that they no longer want to embody. Cause it's like, if you were to meet somebody in person, if one of your followers or somebody in your audience or somebody in your community was to meet you in person, would they feel like they were talking to the same person? That's a great question to ask yourself mm-hmm. before you show up online. That's such an amazing question. Yeah. It's so much less work to do it that way too. Like energetically yeah. for you as the person, you don't have to try. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier just to be you because that's, you're just you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to try. I hate trying. <laughs> I, hate I don't want to try to do anything. <laughs> I'm done trying. Like <laughs> that takes more, more work. Fuck that. Yeah. That's the other thing too. We got to stop putting mentors and leaders up on this pedestal because one, it creates this separation where we feel like we have to be a certain way to meet them on that level. And we have to remind ourselves like they're humans just like us. They have shitty days. They have bad days. They have all the things that we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. And with social media, there's like this disassociation and we put them on a pedestal and we forget that they're human beings. Yep. Yep. I want all of my clients to see me as both a mentor that they can trust and rely on for guidance, good guidance, valuable guidance, but also somebody that they can just be themselves. Like show up with your fucking mascara running down your face because you're heartbroken and you have had a horrific week you're allowed to show up that way with me. Like that's how I want people to feel. Cause that's the way I want to show up with people who I look to for support. Yeah. So stop comparing yourself, <laughs> close your circle on social media, filter out the people that don't inspire you, that don't motivate you. You don't need to consume it. Doesn't make you a bad person. Close that circle down <laughs> and full of accounts. What other tips can we wrap up with? That's what I got. (laughs) Trust yourself. Mm -hmm. Trust that you are on the right path. Trust that whatever ideas are being given to you are being given to you for a reason. Just speak your truth. Speak from soul. Stop judging yourself for whatever you're writing. That's a big one for me is the judgment. Just fuck that. No. Fuck it. Fuck it. And use the Beyonce, or no, 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 the Sasha Fierce filter. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, you magnificent queen, you? 
We have so enjoyed having you stop by for this episode of The Bold Girls Club. And if you are loving this podcast, you know what would absolutely tickle our fancy? If you dropped us a rating and review, some more fabulous females can find us. And if you have a fellow queen who needs to hear our message that all women are worthy of living a life that gives them all the coochie tingles, then share this episode and tag us in it so we can celebrate the fuck out of you. Love you, queen. And we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Bold Girls Club.